Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And this week we talk about how things are weird in sports. We also talk about early access games and Kickstarters. And we get into all kinds of new and excited uses for drones and my unhealthy obsession with wanting to fly one first person. All that and more this week's episode, Tabletop Trio Podcast. to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. And uh, it's been a while. Yeah, we're a little rusty. Had a little, little vacation in there. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good time. How was Maine? Oh my God, I love that place. <laughs> I I love Maine so much. Is it your mainstay? I wish. sure is. <laughs> I, I, I wish it was. No, my, uh, my girlfriend's family's been going up there forever. Um... Started with her mom as a kid, now her coming up, and it's just, it's so beautiful up there. Mm. Um, the weather was some of the weirdest weather I've ever had on a vacation, mm. but in a good way. Interesting. Like, I love cold weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about averaged, like, mid to lower 60s the whole time. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, fog. So like you'd all, you'd hear the foghorn going off all day, and it was just like, <laughs> like it, it was literally perfect. Now I say I get out of my head. Wrong fog, wrong foghorn. <laughs> and and it was so funny. Like our we the running joke is uh, her aunt came up to uh, to visit as well for a few days. Mm. The day before she got there, sun, mm. beautiful. You know, upper sixties, maybe lower seventies. Sun was hot as hell, like got burnt, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so it was mainly just for you. Her aunt showed up, uh, fog mm. and cloudiness. The day her aunt leaves, sun again, sun comes back out, <laughs> and we're all just like, <sighs> "You're not allowed to come back, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're not allowed leave." Um, but no, it was absolutely gorgeous. I love going up there. We stayed at uh, in a small town called Ocean Point, which is literally on the ocean. Um, Makes we, sense of the name, right? And uh, we go into town into Booth Bay Harbor, and it's you know quintessential like New England, you know, lobster town yeah. on like whole bunch of hills and everything like that. The food was amazing. Um, I can't have lobster because it makes my stomach very angry. Now, have you confirmed it's like all shellfish or is it just lobster? Just lobster. So I can sad. do I can do literally <laughs> any other shellfish. Damn. Like shrimp, same mussels. What is in the lobster? Crab, uh, crab I can do. Lobster clams I could do. Makes my throat itchy. That means you're allergic. Yeah, but, but that's like, it. Crabs don't. None no, of that. nothing. I uh, inhale crab. Yeah, lobster just shrimp makes my stomach angry. Mm. Huh. I thought, I thought once you had one, you had them all. That was nope. I didn't think it. Uh, I, I mean, I know a lot of people who have who are allergic to shellfish in general. Yeah, it's the... But, yeah, just lobster. I think it's the richness. Mm. Because there's something different about lobster than crab than any other type of, like, shellfish. Mm, ocean bugs. Delicious. Right. Ocean ocean cockroach. Delicious. So good. <laughs> but, yeah, I, it was incredible. So I, I love going up there. I, I told Elaine, I'm like, every time we come up, 
just every time it just gets a little harder to not just be like, all right, not this time. I'm I'll, I'll be up here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there was a lot of, um, while we're up there, her dad's <laughs> like, well, when we, when we buy a house up here, I don't want it to be this, but I want it to be that it has to be in a good price range. <laughs> and the entire time my girlfriend and I are just like, so what you're saying is you buy the house. We move up there in the summer because, you know, she's a teacher. Right. So we just live in the house the entire summer. Yeah. I can do my work remotely. She doesn't have to work. Or if she does work, she would take like, you know, tutoring jobs Mm -hmm. the whole summer. Yeah. And we just take care of the house while we're up there. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's it's a win-win. We're, we're helping, <laughs> and I mean, I could do the podcast remotely. Like, <laughs> now nah, we're going on site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys just come up to Maine, and yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it's like an eight-hour drive. It's not that bad. It I don't know. Really it was like isn't five and a half, six? Um, no, about eight. At least where we go. It was. Not about where you go, Bob. It's what you what you take to get up there. I'll True. drive eight <laughs> hours south to go to North Carolina on the Outer Banks, but I'm not driving eight hours north to go to Maine. It's so pretty. Oh, it's it's beautiful, but it's cold, and I hate that. Not always. It's only uh, during the fall and during the spring. It's cold during the summer. It's just as fucking hot, if not mm-hmm. more. I was talking to the locals up there because I was like, I wish I could move there. They're like, you won't say that in August when it's like 115 degrees. Yes, yeah. I was huh. like. Eh. I mean, it but was, it's pretty still. It was also like ninety <laughs> percent humidity while we're up there too, but in the mid sixties, disgusting. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's just everything feels wet all yeah. the time. Exactly. Like yeah. and and like the cabin that we stayed in doesn't have like air conditioning or anything like that. It has a wood fire stove. If it gets too cold, mm. like they'll you know light a fire and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> um, we just left the windows open and we get a great breeze coming in off the ocean. Yeah, it's beautiful. I like. Sto- Plus, uh, they have the coolest former flag. This, this the uh, uh, the nineteen oh one flag. <laughs> this is their their original flag. Why I is just, it the coolest? I think it looks cool. You know, I really thought there was going to be some kind of story behind that. No, I just i I just think it looks cool. No, I just fucking love Christmas trees, my dude. <laughs> Christmas trees and stars. <laughs> so we won. Huh? Specifically, Clovers blue, blue stones. Oh. <laughs> They're after me, lucky. Charms, I or something. I love. Uh, we we stay in Camden, which I think is close by. I think it's another like forty minutes. I think you go north like another thirty or forty minutes. We go to Booth Bay, which is about forty-five minutes to an hour on the coast uh, from Portland. Yeah. So you yeah. So you're about forty-five minutes because when where we stay is like an hour to an hour and twenty minutes from Portland. Oh, okay. Uh, but also it's Camden, Maine, which if you're from Jersey, is the opposite of Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> Polar opposite. Could not be more opposite. Perfectly balanced, as <laughs> all things so, should be. Yeah, Camden, Maine is a bay uh, town, and they made the or they made the newest uh, wooden like boats. They were the last company to still make wooden boats. So they still have a shipyard, and they still do repairs. On so the bay is full of like all of these wooden ships. It's fucking gorgeous. There's all these sailboats. You could do sailboat rides, like like you do whale watching and stuff. But it's not a fucking sailboat, like a real goddamn sailboat. So like you look at that, and then the other side's all mountain. And it's fucking gorgeous. And then you think you're in Camden, and for a second you get flashbacks to like city corners and honking and pollution. And you're like, no, 
No, this is not, not good. that one. Not that one. No, no, no. The other one. There's turn one it back, fucking streetlight, and they all wave at you as you come in, even though you have a New Jersey license plate. It's just confusing. It's just a weird place. That's the thing. We, when we're in Ocean Point, we'll just walk around. Mm-hmm. And the road is, I mean, no wider than from the wall to us. And damn, there's parking on the road, and mm-hmm. it's two-way traffic. So, like, there's a lot of, like... A lot going on. Cause, and literally, if you go <laughs> off the road to the right... You're in the ocean. <laughs> oh. And it's it's like rocks and like a rocky shoreline, mm-hmm. that kind of... So it's not like a drop-off or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're driving. People are just walking around. They all wave to you. You wave back. I don't know who the hell you are, but hey, how's no it going? They're all just... People are just nice up there. Yeah. And we got so used to it um, on... On oh, what, no. what day was I it? I waved at someone on the way back down to New Jersey, and I got spit at. <laughs> <laughs> Literally on uh, Monday, my girlfriend and I went to the mall because we had to go pick something up, and <laughs> oh, we no. both had to like refrain from like waving at people. Hi. In the mall. Hi. <laughs> and Hi. we're just like, we're not in Maine anymore, are we? No. In New Jersey, the fuck they, you waving at, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah in, it's just in like, New Jersey. Uh, they think you're either special needs or you're trying to get a fight. And those, that's it in Jersey. There's no in between. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't just be nice. Yeah, I can't just be like, hey, how's it going? I like your hat. What you say? I really just like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't hit me. Speaking of, DL Dubs in the chat says, yeah, you're an angry Mets fan's dream. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have an issue with the Phillies. Mm. Hey. Maine doesn't have a baseball team. They Does Maine the have Sox. anything? No, they don't, right? Uh, they used to have, uh, well, they have a couple minor league hockey teams. They used to have the Portland something. The hell team were the they? The Portland Oregons. Were they the Pirates? <laughs> I think they were the Pirates. The Portland Pirates? Uh, they also used to have the Maine Mariners, who I believe are now an ECHL team. I don't know what that is. I got nothing. It's like the minor East league Coast to the minor league. league. Yeah. Uh, uh, for, that's what it used to be called. Uh, now it's just the ECHL because there are teams that are not from the East. Oh, that makes still sense. in the league. <laughs> oh, so now it's just the ECHL. Ho- minor league hockey is stupid, and I should not have as much like knowledge say, about it as I, I do. I was Major say, league hockey is kind of stupid too. I actually have a. <laughs> I used to work for a minor league hockey team, so that's I, why I know these things in the ECHL. I had a topic today about this. RIP Trenton Titans. And I quote, this, is, this was my topic. Oh, God. What the shit is happening in sports? NASCAR had a four-lane pileup. I saw an MLB player literally copy Major League and wear a fucking ripped-off sleeve with the buttons like down here while he batted. I, what? I can answer that. I can answer that one. So for a long time, the MLB was very uptight about clothing standards. Players would get yelled at if their shirts weren't tucked in properly. They weren't allowed to wear like gold chains and such outside of their jerseys. They had to be careful about what jewelry they wore. And everything was really kind of strictly stipulated. They didn't want players being showy. They didn't want anybody showing their personality. It was just supposed to be good, wholesome fun. Ha, baseball. Mm. And then they realized that baseball's ratings started to dip a little bit. Mm. And then some players started acting out. And that drove ratings back up. So the MLB was like, oh, Uh, if if we don't make anybody a boring uniform 
cardboard cutout the personalities sell tickets to games mm. so then they loosen back on a lot of restrictions so now you can wear like slight variations to your uniform you could do like <laughs> very specific things that mlb still kind of allows it wasn't slight but they're trying to <laughs> change the uh the strictness of how mlb is like you're allowed to shit talk a little bit now when you hit a home run or something yes. you're allowed to do like a little dance coming into home like they're trying to let the players have more personality than they have in the past and i think that's pretty cool oh yeah mm. that that's because to me i'm not a baseball fan i'll go to a game but i can't watch it on tv adding, a lot of people can't like adding the the the, the personality to the game mm-hmm. would make me want to watch more yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like, I mean, that's why like a lot of people started watching the Mets when Scherzer joined the Mets because he's a fucking lunatic. He like screams on the mound. That's the guy with the two different eye colors. That, that, yeah. That's the guy. That's fucking hilarious. That's not a slight modification. <laughs> that, you're correct. <laughs> the guy looks like a Chippendales dancer yeah, playing baseball. Why <laughs> I fucking laugh. I'm like, what the fuck is so happening? I think that came from a triple A game, the Syracuse Mets. Well, so as I'm searching this, so they're Mets all over the team. place because... <laughs> Apparently, it's happening everywhere. I love that. That's the Cincinnati Reds? I don't know who that yes. was. <laughs> well, the red helmet with the white C is a little bit of a giveaway. And had the baseball guy. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it was interesting. the Reds. And I love I'm that. I'm trying to pull a clip from Major League. There you go. That's what he used to fucking play with. And then it was worse in the game. Well, he that's the do... practice shirt. No, this was the movie 20 years ago. No, I know. 30 years ago? That's a shirt they wear in practice. Yeah, in 1989. But he wore games, he wore like literally like the cut off sleeves yeah. and shit like that. I love that. So I like how in 1989 we fast forwarded 30 ish years and now that's just a thing that they do. Let them cook. <laughs> and then MLB or uh, NASCAR, I watched a fucking four lane pile up in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Some lady or some guy from Chicago was yelling, it's like, there's always fucking traffic on that street. <laughs> yeah that was the first ever street race in nascar history i thought they did it last year using public roads no they didn't oh were they going to last year because i remember they were talking about this the chicago they they announced it last year oh is that what Um, it was and during covid they had like their driver like that's what it was was driver league in iRacing yeah yeah. um and they created that track in iRacing because they were planning on doing it in real life and then they finally did well, what they so, shouldn't have done was do it in the rain. Because what they found out is that city roads suck when they're wet. So, <laughs> I, that was the most fun race I think I've ever watched. I, I mean, for all the people, yeah, for the drivers, probably terrifying. Oh, yeah, because, you know, NASCAR hasn't, up until last year, hasn't raced in the rain. Now they can. And oh, so this was like a two birds, one stone. Oh, yeah. Oh. And on top of that, they've also announced that they can do some short ovals in the rain because beforehand they couldn't. Huh. But now they can. Interesting. Any track under a mile, they can race in the rain now. Oh, why is that of... the differentiator? Yeah, why, <laughs> uh, why speeds. under a mile? Oh, so you can't get the full speed? Cause... Yeah, because mm. they do have rain tires, which are grooved and, you know, mm. treaded and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, regular tires. But it's it's the speed and the banking and all that kind of stuff. Got it. Dope. So that's hilarious. Yeah, I was just watching the highlights because I don't have the attention span to watch a whole race. Uh, but I was watching the highlights and 
just watching the the one car goes to like jump the turn. You're in the streets of Chicago. So the one car goes to like make a turn. Got hits, mugged halfway through. Hits a bump. Realizes that that bump was actually a puddle. Starts sliding and getting mm-hmm. slippery. So now that the fucking car is going like this. Got to take a second turn. Second turn, equally slippery. Waves out. Fucking dings the wall. Second guy dings the wall. And dings that guy. And then from there, the that was first and it, second place. It was a track blocker. <laughs> it was a track blocker. It was amazing. Cars were wow. facing each other. Cars were in the wall. In the wall, trying to fucking K-turn out. The announcers were losing their shit. <laughs> the, the best... It's and, a massacre! Well, the best and worst part of all of that, too, is the guys behind the wreck were saying, everyone's involved in this wreck. I'm going to get around them so I can get around them when they, like, yeah. you know, because they're going to say, oh, these guys were all involved in the crash. Mm-hmm. They have to go to the end of the line. I'm just going to try to go through. Well, then it turns into, you know... All right, this guy's trying to go, but there's no space because the other guy's trying to back up because he wants to make it look yeah. like he wasn't in the wreck. Yeah. And he was just stopped because the wreck was there. So he's going to back up. And it's just a lot of like, no, you go, no, you go, no, it was you a go, no, you go. I, I feel like. And there NASCAR, were like five wide. It was amazing. I feel like NASCAR would be amazing if it had wrestling announcers. <laughs> right. Anything is better than Fox. Yeah. Fox's announcer, they are garbage. They try to make NASCAR into, hey, y'all, look at all the race cars going around. And so, like, the stupid bullshit that uh, NASCAR fans fucking hate. Oh, boy. Um, and Fox is like, no, you look. Like, to the oh, point where they have, like, cartoons of drivers and, okay. like, all this other stuff. Oh, There's boy. the pileup. That is so funny. <laughs> it looks like they were bonkers. It looks like somebody just tried to put their toy cars away really hastily Correct. and just shoved them mm-hmm. all into, like... A corner so of the number, room. number seven was facing the opposite direction. So he actually wasn't even part of that wreck. He got tagged because they wrecked behind him. And the one guy went to go avoid it, and he just got oh, spun around. Yeah. And then uh, I guess number three was the one I was watching, or four. I can't tell his number. Was literally trying to K-turn out. But there's <laughs> only room for three cars. <laughs> so it was like the Austin Powers K-turn. It was literally because <laughs> other cars were trying to also K-turn out. Amazing. So they had to not hit each other. It was it was a straight up Austin Powers oh, moment. Could it was you, amazing. Has anybody done an edit yet where they like they play it back at like 10 times speed and put yakety sacks over it? <laughs> I don't even know yet. I just watched the real thing because it was so fucking funny. <laughs> that was incredible. That was my what the hell is happening in sports. I'm like watching these over the last couple weeks and it's just progressively like what's next? What's the next fucking thing that's going to happen? They put blades on the end of hockey sticks. What are we doing? In today's episode of What the Fuck is in Sports, the Oakland Athletics fans crucify John Fisher. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. A parade will be held in their honor. In their honor? Yes. In the fans' honor. (laughs) No, uh... No charges have been pressed. (laughs) Even the cops of the city agree it was a good move. (laughs) Uh, we do have a little bit of breaking news, though, on stream. If you're a podcast listener, sorry, but <laughs> Cat Cam. Ah, uh, yes, he has returned. A baby. He, he literally waits. Passed out. Oh, yeah, he is firmly out the whole way. Is he going to start doing, like, the stupid shit he does sometimes when he sleeps? Or he, like... It's not sometimes. It's all the time. He just starts, like, wiggling around and twitching. He, he twitches like he got hit by a car. 
uh, and like he's like roadkill. And then uh, what did he? He yesterday, snores super loud. He snores very loud. Uh, and then yesterday he rolled upside down, covered his eyes with his paws, and then kept his back feet just up in the air. I was like, "What are you? Are you playing dead? Is that was that what we're doing now?" Well, it's just, a big stretchy. No, no stretch. No, nope. Just feet curled up in the air. Oh, not a big stretchy. Nope. I'm still mean, slept. Still also, slept right through it. I have started when someone says something outlandish on the internet, responding to it with "Oh, big, big stretch." stretch. <laughs> I, I that checks out. I love watching animals sleep because they do some of the dumbest shit. Yeah. Granted, people also do some dumb shit when they My sleep. My wife too. has full conversations with me when she sleeps sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I the, the other night, uh, I passed out and I, I'm laying in bed. I'm at my girlfriend's house. She was still awake. She literally just like rolled over. She finally got the lights off, all that kind of stuff. She rolled over to put her, uh, to like put her water on like her nightstand. Apparently, in my sleep, I reach over and I start like grabbing at her. Mm. And saying, you're, don't fall. It's okay. I've got you. You're not going to fall. <laughs> because in my mind, I thought she fell out of bed. Amazing. <laughs> but she was literally just going, to just <laughs> turn over to put her cup down. Amazing. That's and, fantastic. And, and like, she's like, you genuinely scared because it was pitch black. <laughs> like, it's pitch black in her room and she just feels oh, like, just she movement. just feels like grabbing at her. And she's like... <laughs> Ha! <laughs> Lower. <laughs> Panic. Too low. Lower. I I usually, if Elena asks me questions while I sleep, I usually answer in my sleep. So she'll oh, have yeah. a conversation at me and think that I'm paying attention, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I have no recollection. But lately it's been more funny because I have the sleep, uh, the CPAP machine. So it's forcing air, you know, into your nose. So if you open your mouth... To reply, you hear the airflow. <laughs> so I will answer and then just <laughs> to like close my mouth again. <laughs> and then it, it stops. But yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> CPAPs Amazing. are great. <laughs> yeah. My, my dogs also will uh, have CPAPs. <laughs> no, no, sleep weird. Um, uh, we can call them pup packs. <laughs> they'll, All like, pugs need one. They'll sit. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. They'll, they'll, they'll sleep and every now and then they'll just go do the like they'll, they'll be dreaming and barking <laughs> and like they'll like sit there and like scared like, the, scared the, the shit, shit out of that mailman in his dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My dogs do not like FedEx or UPS. <laughs> That's what they dream about. Murdering the FedEx guy. My one specifically fucking hates the UPS truck. Just, Why? Just the truck? I don't know. Not not getting close enough to find out. I uh, pretty much just like he does not like <laughs> UPS trucks, UPS drivers. I don't know what it is, but it's specifically UPS. Like he'll bark at FedEx, but so what you're saying UPS is he fucking hates your dog's racist against parcel delivery. Probably to be honest with you, they only bring me things I don't like. Something about those yellow letters really gets me. Not one goddamn <laughs> treat. All these years. I've seen the TikToks and the delivery drivers give him the treats. He rings no. the bell. He doesn't say hi. He doesn't pet me. Then he doesn't give me a goddamn treat. Today's the last day. I, I've had a fill-in <laughs> mail carrier refuse to give us our mail because they were afraid of our dog. Really? 
Yeah. Even though the dog was in the house. Even though, yeah, I was going to say oh. door closed and everything. Door closed, dogs in the house. Mm. That's and that's and they're choice. like, and literally the person like, and we had it on like our ring camera. They're like, I am not getting on that porch. I do not like that dog. Mm. And they went away and did not give us our mail. Mm. That's a, that's, that's a choice. They were, haven't been on our route, our route since. Mm. Cause you know, my parents were kind of a little pissed off. They're like the dog's inside. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's an idiot, and or she's an idiot, rather, and she sleeps and, like, sits on the That's top the of our couch. way to talk about the mail carrier. I mean, she <laughs> didn't like my dogs. Um, but no, like, my, my one dog will literally sleep on top of the couch, like, on, wow. like, the top of the couch, looking out the window. <laughs> and... Like a cat, but much larger. Yeah. And she'll sit there, and she'll just, she'll look, and she'll watch the person come up, put the stuff in the mailbox, and walk away. Won't do anything. She just hangs out. What did the driver think the dog was going to do? Jump through the mail slot? Not through the window. Through right the window. Through. Just right through, through the that window. No, nope. <laughs> till the sweat drops down the Door. mail carrier. <laughs> I don't know. Till she gets knocked over and falls. Mm. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> Mother barker. <laughs> no, it's bark, bark, bark. Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> On God the floor damn. all sprawled. <laughs> <laughs> because she's splooting. <laughs> Does the sploot? Uh, I hate everything. So anyway, <sighs> I have a drone here. You have a toy. Yeah, I've had this for a while. It's an expensive ass toy. Uh, not if you know the right people. No. Uh, so where'd you get it? Mm, fell off a truck. I found a guy. Yeah. Um, Plus, it makes this noise. It is okay through the headphones. It sounds like a 1993 Sega game. Um. It sounds like those old, like, springy door stops. Yeah. yeah. That, like, cats love to play with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm a cat there. If the Ocean Gate sub had this controller, it <laughs> might not have sank. <laughs> it would have imploded 10 feet well, it does have further. A, it does have an auto home button. Oh, yeah. That, that, that could have been useful. That could have been useful. Although, do you see they found the controller? I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that the controllers survived, but the millionaires didn't. So the that was first shared. thing. Shame. What? That was shared by you guys, and up until very recently, like twenty minutes ago, I thought that was a joke. I thought that was like someone photoshopped it, and I was just gonna write that off. Didn't realize it was real. I mean, it looks real. Yeah, it does. So, I, I, I don't know. That's insane. I, the only thing that popped into my head when I saw that was the like the the video of it that was playing. I really wanted to stitch it with Thanos. Was it Thanos that was like, perhaps I've judged you too harshly? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've had I've had this guy for a couple years. Um, it's not a racy drone or anything like that. But I know um, you wanted to talk about drones. You know, speaking of sports and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, so I figured I have it. Might as well show uh audience about what size this is one of the older ones uh this is meant for videography and photos not uh like racing or anything like that uh this is very stays this way while it race or while it flies it'll go this way and this way and that way and that way but i can't do the racing drone things where you can like fucking do 180s and all that crazy shit with like the first person goggles um i kind of really just wanted to make the comparison is like we knew drones were going to be where they were like 
20 years ago and a lot of people like poo-pooed it. Mm-hmm. They were like, nah, that's just sci-fi fantasy with drones everywhere. There's like drones slowly creeping into every aspect of our lives. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's become very normalized. And it, I hit, it hit me with that like duality the other day where I remember like 10 years ago being like, man, drones are a fucking joke. Like I'm literally, they're toys. They're just toys, like kids' toys. And then I think maybe four months ago, whenever he put it out, Mark Rober put a video out on how they're using drones in impoverished companies to uh, companies countries to deliver medical supplies mm-hmm. to unreachable areas or difficult to reach areas with a giant slingshot. Yeah, they're using them <laughs> for war. They're using them for sports, like videography. It, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we're that far off from drone package deliveries, especially with all the strides they're making in quieting the rotors down. Yeah, yeah, they've been trying really hard with um. With the delivery thing. I think they they had a trial, but people kept stealing the drones, <laughs> which was hilarious. And then they did... Uh, what are you going to do with it? Though? They just took it. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't what to do with it. It was just, I don't want that. That's fair. I know someone who stole a parking meter. Yeah. And then, um, and then there was the package delivery robots, uh, which were getting cow tipped. <laughs> and yes. then getting stuck. Because people were just pushing them over. <laughs> we can't have nice things. We just, in America, we can't have nice that things. That reminds me of the story of how they had a traveling robot go all the way across Europe. Got to, No, no, it was the U.S. And no, well, got, they, they did it all the way across Europe. It got yeah. through the entire country, uh, continent. Yes. All, every country, yeah. unscathed. Yep. They brought it to the United States. They mm-hmm. started it back up, and it got beat to death in Philadelphia. You know. From California. Yep. It I made thought it started it on the far. East Coast. No, it went Hitch from bot. it oh. went from California, and it was doing great until it got to Philly. Oh. And everyone's like, "Why'd you send it to Philly? <laughs> because it's the city of brotherly love." No, you don't go into Philly. So, that robot ain't my brother. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite parts Jones. about that one <laughs> is uh, the radio station in Philly, uh, WMMR. Mm-hmm. They saw that, and they're like, "Yeah, that's a bad look on Philly. We're gonna do it ourselves." Uh-oh. So they made their own bot and mm. named it Pope Bot because that was around the time that the Pope was visiting Philly. Um, oh, yeah, that'll make So it they better. did it and they sent it out into the streets of Philadelphia and it made it back safely. Really? It made it almost all the way out to California and back. Uh, and they finally got it back. And it's like autographed by like all these random people who like carried it with them and all that. Like, really? And they're like, look, that doesn't represent Philly. This does. No, I believe it. Mm. That's that's. I think it represents of, the standard deviation of Philly residents. Yeah. No, that's that represents Philly after um news outlets are looking at it. That's that's <laughs> yeah, what it represents fair. in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Real Philly. That was the first. Bet you get damn robot sympathizers. <laughs> so I've um, I mean, like I said, I've had this since. Oh God, it's been more than a couple years. Yeah. Because I got this before COVID. It just feels like it's been a this couple is years. It to start off. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Pope Bot. Yeah, right, not Jesus. Sorry. The, the, step down. The pool noodles was, was One step nice down touch. for Jesus. Um, I think I've I've been on the drone thing since like 2015, 2016. Yeah. When I was like, no, this is definitely going to be a thing. I've been wanting to get one for a while. And then I think I got this in like 2018 or somewhere thereabout. Um because I knew it was going to get bigger and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now um, the racing ones are a lot of fun. The, the little guys. I really wanted to get, want to get into FPV drone yeah, racing. It's getting 
cheaper and cheaper and more accessible and more accessible. Um, I was talking to Bob about that earlier. Um, you actually need a spotter if you're going to go out in public places to mm-hmm. do the FPV. Yep. Uh, because you, you need can't. a license. Uh, yeah, I have a license for this. Yeah, well, you need, um, for the racing ones that have first person view, you need a license to use the first person view at all. You need a license for any drone you're going to operate out of eye uh, range, like visual yes. range. So there's multiple now. When I got this one, I didn't need it. And then it was, if you have a drone over X amount of weight or X amount of size, which this one, it was basically targeting this at the time, um, it needs to be tagged. I don't have the numbers on it, but I do have a legit pilot's license, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, And I have the numbers just like airplanes and helicopters would have um, so that if, this gets lost or whatever. Someone could actually be like, oh, there's the number. Yep, this belongs to him. And yeah, they're then, definitely going to throw it right in the garbage. Yeah. But, uh, well, it depends on where you lose it. That's true. <clears throat> yeah. Maine, you'll get it back. There was just a video. was so fucking funny and so cool. Uh, an ex-Marine or Navy or whatever pilot was in a helicopter. Like one of those small little bastards. Um, giving, like, I, I guess... A, I saw that. And uh, someone had uh, an RC plane, and it got stuck in a tree, like at the top of the tree. And the pilot saw it got stuck in the tree and was like, yeah, we're going to do the coolest fucking thing you've ever done. Uh, I'm going to get close. Go grab that plane. And the guy opens up the fucking helicopter, hovering above the trees. The guy (laughs) in the passenger seat gets out, grabs the plane, (laughs) closes the helicopter, and steals it. Flies to the park. (laughs) lands and hands the guy <laughs> now but i just want to point out those big rc jets like if they're built properly those things can be like 20 grand oh yeah mm-hmm. like i've seen guys fly scale model f-15s that actually have two jet engines in them yeah they get wild mm-hmm. i've seen the giant like people have like the super buses with like the like 37 wheels or whatever and the thing is like six or seven feet long this is Scale airplane that's remote controlled, and they're flying these giant things. It's yeah. really cool. I, I've seen um, like crash videos of them too, where like when they crash, they'll straight up explode. Some oh of yeah. them, they're just like real planes because they use like gasoline engines and like that kind of thing. Yeah, yep. I don't think it's gasoline at that size. I think it's um, where they run them off kerosene. That I was Probably, watching a video yeah. of someone trying to build a scale model motor, and they said there was a problem. With gas engines that small, and they had to use a different fuel. It's, I think uh, it was kerosene. I think it's nitro. The same thing that um, the mini RC cars use. It's a it's a type of nitro gas. Smells fucking fantastic. <laughs> My brother used to have one, and then I used to have a car. The car hit eighty. Jeez. Uh, once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I had the car. My brother had a monster truck. Monster truck. A lot easier because you could just use it in the grass and jump over shit and it was fine. Uh, car, street, street, 80, 80, wall. It's like real cars. No more car. No more car. Um, but yeah, they use nitrous. Cargo or, fast. Not nitrous, Cargo but they use nitro gas. It's like a green, or not green, blue uh, liquid. Smells fucking phenomenal. It's probably unhealthy. Um, but yeah, the, the engines are like this little tiny thing. They make hilariously cute sounds until you realize that they're going 45 to 50 miles an hour. Um, they probably use that. Um, but I don't know. I never looked into what gas they use. I know the prop people use electric. 
the, the people who are doing like the yeah, yeah. the 40s below mm-hmm. models, they use uh, lipo, <laughs> like this guy. But I, I can't wait to see what more drone stuff comes. But at the same time, I'm a little. Yeah, I'm a little yeah. scared of yeah. of the more drone stuff, and I don't mean from like, oh my god, they're watching me outside my window. I mean like, w- warfare. Like th- they have to develop whole new weapons platforms to defend against drone swarms. Oh, they yeah. already, they have um, machines like uh, they look like guns. They look like rifles, mm-hmm. uh, but there's no bullets. And if you point it towards a drone, it's not a drone anymore. It just falls. Hmm. Like it's like a fly swatter, but a uh, rifle. I forgot what they're pulsing, but they're pulsing something at these things, and they just like immediately jam and crash. Yeah, but it's not like those are standard issue right now. Not yet. Yeah, I think in the future they will be. Oh, no, but yeah. they need like massive platforms to swat out drone swarms because mm-hmm. yeah. they're worried like a super carrier getting attacked by like several thousand drones. Yeah. Although I, I will say like some of the technology that they have now, like to make for drone shows, mm-hmm. like I personally prefer that over fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, me too. Like but that, that, that stuff so is dope. easy though. That's a oh, pre-programmed yeah. like three dimensional mm-hmm. grid that just tells the drone where to go. Oh yeah. Like, like co- coordinates. Uh, when before, uh, when the Eagles had like a, a block party for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, they had a drone show at the art museum. Mm-hmm. And it was in different shapes and like fly eagles fly and a couple of the players and go all birds. that kind of stuff, you know, go birds, but like <laughs> all that kind of thing. I just, I, that kind of stuff is so cool. Yeah. Like I love that. Well, cause it hits you with like the, you get the lights, which is, you know, great. RGB. It's, yeah. it's just great. And then like the technology behind it where they can make like, and like now they're still kind of slow. Like their things get in position and it's all like slow speed and then it does the picture and then it fades and then it's changing in the background and then it does a picture. They're getting faster and faster and they're getting better and better, which means they'll be able to get closer and closer to the point where you'll probably, I'm going to call it three years. In three years, you're going to see a drone fireworks display where there is like legit just like a talking head like straight not like like mega mind yeah presentation like yeah. Allah, yeah. his entrance straight up amazing i i firmly believe that in the next I'm three years it. we're gonna get there i'm all for it fireworks i mean yeah cool you can blow shit up but like you also wind up blowing yourself up you know what would also be cool with I just, drones I just, yeah you might chop a finger off but like no those guards aren't them. that strong i just i just thought of something Oh, God. Yeah. What did you think of? Okay, so the way that the drones work now is they just mesh together in a cube and then turn on and off for whatever. If they put enough of these drones together to make 1,920 drones in one direction and 1,080 drones in the other direction and then fill that out. Can you play Doom on it? They could make a giant fucking TV. And then the LED is just a pixel. Will so it you'd run be doom? able Yes. You'd be able to use it as like a giant fucking floating TV. Oh, I hate how much I love that idea. I it's I it's someone probably already thought of it. It's probably in development. Give it another ten years or so. They're like, here's the fireworks display. It's just a bunch of drones showing LED fireworks. <laughs> What if it's drones showing a drone show? (laughs) 
<laughs> What's on the TV? The future is wild. Uh, I don't know. I hate it. Between that so and like much. the VR, AR goggle thing that we got going on, maybe. Um, it needs a little bit of help, but I think it'll get there. Well, we got Google a combat motion it. sickness. That's, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Got Google tried it and failed. Yeah. Well, they were they were too early. Apple's trying it, and it's also probably going to fail. We just got the cutest little nuzzle on the cat cam. Oh, I like how Dusty's tail is just like, hey. Dusty literally hey. went over to Baby and just like booped him in the face, and now he's just kind of angry about it. Tail in the back. <laughs> Dusty's like, hi. Yeah, that, that's the face. She wants to be <laughs> friends with him so bad, and he just does not want it at all. He just doesn't care. She's like, right. no. She'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to come back with a vengeance. Cat cam sign perfectly blocked out the butthole, so perfect. <laughs> we're good. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> we got you, Twitch. Don't worry. Give that man a trophy. A cat-ass <laughs> trophy. <laughs> that's it. Print the cat butt. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, that does, I guess, somehow tie into one of my uh, things. Cat butts? Uh, 3D printed butts. Oh, wait. Uh, what? <laughs> that got better than worse again. Yeah. Or uh, better, depending. Um, it's like that one scene in Futurama where they're all tied up and they're just like, huh, oh, mm, huh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> So, a couple weeks ago, uh, we were playing, we had some board games uh, that we were playing here, and... Um, we were talking about how some of the boxes are really great for board games because, like, they design it for when you take it out. The next time you put it away, everything has a place, mm-hmm. and that is the best design board game box. But a lot of them don't. A lot of them are just like, figure it out. And the 3D printer market, you know, modelers and stuff like that have been great because they figured out um, basically how to design box inserts Right. That will perfectly uh, fit all of the game pieces of whatever board game uh, you have. And it has been great to find. They have the older board games that people have like, um, like better Monopoly inserts and stuff like that. Um, Replacement pieces have been fantastic. Um, I found out that meeples was a a word. Can -hmm. you get in trouble for like 3D printing replica board game pieces? Are those pieces copyrighted? It depends on the pieces, I guess. Okay. Like, I have... I'm uh, sure, like, you can't do the Monopoly pieces. Yeah. Like, I have um, Halo Risk. Okay. The pieces are, like, in-game characters. Like, the Master Chiefs and stuff like that are, like, Mm. some of the pieces. Like, the Warthogs. I'm assuming printing those, technically, you could get in trouble. Um, If if you're scanning the original piece and then, like, replicating that particular piece... But I can't imagine you getting in trouble if you just take, like, the 3D model of, um, like, the in-game 3D model and just shrinking that down and printing that. Like, I mean, who, you know, if you sell them, yeah, you're you're probably going to get in trouble. But um, yeah. as far as, like, the meeples are concerned, like, the 2D... Uh, Those have to be open source because I see so many people selling, like, meeple recreations. So oh, there yeah. is one... Especially with, like... What is it? Sorry, that has the the standard like 
ball and like oh, yeah. well, and meeple is specifically glass. a small figure of a person. Yeah, meeples, that's right. meeples that's are right. people yeah. that like stand like that kind of thing. That that's mm-hmm. a meeple. Um, there was actually a Kickstarter that uh, I missed because I got caught doing something. Um, that was like meeple figures. They had like a four hundred and something meeples. Um, what is the purpose of them? They just are used in lieu of gaming pieces. They were used in lieu of gaming pieces. If you want extra gaming pieces, um, some of them look very similar to regular gaming pieces, so you can kind of do that. And then there is a website that I can't remember the name of, so sorry, website, um, that you could actually buy um, like the open source board game pieces if you are trying to um, design a board game. They actually have... um, If you've noticed, a lot of the board games we play are very, um, have similar pieces, like the little, the little dots that are just like a color, like the little, little pucks. Mm-hmm. Um, the game over there called Fire Tower has fire pieces. We found it on the website. You could buy the fire pieces. Um, the box that it comes with, you could buy the box, like the insert. It's all on the website. So it was like a, you could like build your own board game if you wanted to with this website. Interesting. Um, and that's where you can get a lot of pieces from. So there are definitely open source ones, um, but I'm, I'm assuming a lot of them are like copyrighted. Like you said, like the Monopoly pieces and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like that's a whole different field that is going to be a thing that I don't think people really think about right now. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, shit, I lost that board game piece. Well, I guess we just don't have one anymore. Like, that would be the olden days. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, <laughs> oh, just fucking 3D print another one. We're fine. Yeah. Oh, you, you know, know what? Here's, Etsy, here's know, 30 whatever. extra just in case. No, yeah. fuck Etsy. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, I, uh, a few years ago, my girlfriend and I got really into uh, Settlers of Catan. Mm. And we were so tired of having the pieces just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, bags <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So I bought After these, you're done throwing them at each other. Right. Um, I bought these uh, little hexagon things that each color can go in them, and it's an organizer. Mm. So it has all of the road pieces, all of the house pieces, all the city pieces, um, nice. like the all the different like bits in there. And bobs? And bobs, too. Mm. Um, all right in that little uh, like hexagon. So now they just sit in there all nice and pretty. They don't really fit fully in the box, but mm. you get close. It's okay. It, everything is like all the red pieces are in one, all the blue pieces are in another, and that's all you need. Yeah, you get close. Nice. Yeah. It's be- better than what it was. Yeah, and we found a way to play uh, Catan two player, which mm. is uh, a pretty fun little variant. Because mm. normally it's a three plus because you have to trade and that kind of stuff. I still have yet to play. I went downstairs. I was cleaning my basement. <laughs> I. No, I bought it. So I was like, ah, oh, there it is. There's the one I bought. It's brand new in the box. And I'm cleaning and I'm cleaning and I'm cleaning. And I move another box and I see another one. <laughs> and I Uh-oh. was like, wait a minute. Did I, did I move that already? And then I look over and I was like, nope. Just bought one. Forgot I bought it and bought another <laughs> one. Great. Love that. <laughs> so I have two brand new copies of Settlers of Catan. Yeah, I, I've never played a game of Catan and not had someone get so frustrated with, like, me winning that they've just, like, given up the game by giving somebody all of their stuff and leaving. Mm. 
It happened to me three games in a row with three different groups of people where I was winning <laughs> and one person was just like, I don't want to play this anymore. Mike, here's all my pieces. See you later. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> That's how my dad plays uh, Monopoly. Oh, boy. <laughs> we don't play Monopoly in my house anymore because my dad will get bored. He'll be like, oh, here, I'm done. And I'll just leave. I'm like, no, the economy. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Great. Now someone has all the pieces and the boardwalk. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Joe just messaged me because I sent him the uh, picture of the controller they found mm-hmm. from the Ocean Gate sub. He said, Mad Cat's controllers are more damaged out of the box than that Logitech controller is at the bottom of the ocean. That's true. Honestly, <laughs> it is. Does Mad Cat still make controllers? I don't know. They haven't. I haven't heard about them in a real long time. I am trying so hard not to buy dual flight sticks for Star Citizen. Yeah. I know I'm never going to be like into it enough to be one of the best pilots, but God damn, do I want that immersion? Yeah. I thought about it and I thought about it and I don't know if I would get that kind of immersion because then it's like, Oh my God, they exist. They do. Hmm. I thought they gave up after, um, like the Guitar Hero controllers. They have arcade sticks. Is that pretty much it? Mice, gaming chairs. Oh, so they gave up on the controllers. Pretty much. That's why I haven't that's why I haven't seen them. Interesting. What products do they have? Yeah, mice, mouse pads, keyboards, audio, controllers, and lifestyle. Like what's in lifestyle? What the fuck is lifestyle? Mad chairs? cats dildos. It's gotta be chairs. Chairs. Oh. Uh, Everyone has a gaming chair now. Sad. It's all the same chair. I thought it was going to be something funny. <laughs> the Mad Cat's chair. They yeah. have four controllers. Do they? The Cat 9, the Cat 7, TE3, and the Ego Arcade Stick. Oh, huh. the Arcade Stick doesn't count. Oh, my God. Wow, what a fucking throwback. I think I have that controller from like 80 years ago. That's I have that not, for the PS2. Yeah, just not RGB. Wow. <laughs> it's not even RGB. You just blink four different colors. <laughs> yeah. Are three of them red, green, and blue? <laughs> and yellow. Yeah, there's the yellow <laughs> in one, there. One of each LED light, just separate. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, fantastic. Now, I, I thought about the flight stick thing, but I know it's a slippery slope. Because then it's like, okay, but I get the I flight need, sticks. Then I need the throttles. Then I need and the And then throttle. I need the head tracking. Yeah, then I need the head tracking. And then if I have all that, I need a bigger TV. Because the 27-inch monitor isn't going to head track me if I go like that. So now <laughs> I need a fucking 85-inch TV in front of my face so I can go like that and look at direction and then that's it now i can suck at star citizen while looking like a nerd (laughs) then at 85 inches 4k is not enough so it needs to be 8k and if i need 8k now i need like three graphics cards and then i bought a jet (laughs) (laughs) the final step of the immersion yeah yeah. i don't know how to fly it but i sure look fucking cool with the controls (laughs) welcome to my issues with iris (laughs) i go outside and i I put it in neutral and roll down the driveway and then push it back. <laughs> and I just go. <laughs> no, they use a, they use a little cart that looks like a you know that one of those like mechanized hydraulic snowplows that only goes like two miles an hour. Mm-hmm. They have a little cart that you sit on and move airplanes around with that, so you don't have to start them. At the one of the hangars I visit, there's a like a little connecting arm on the front of it, and. Like I rolled up to the hangar and I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, nothing much. Just moving some airplanes around today." And I see him just wheeling around a PJ. I'm like, 
Damn. I saw that and I laughed really hard because I was on a flight when I when it popped up. Mm. And I was like, oh shit. They have a battle bot. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that was wrong, but I still in my heart of hearts. But could you imagine? I was like, oh shit, that battle bot's gonna fuck up that plane. <laughs> <laughs> just flips it. <laughs> Aircraft just takes off and lands again. Damn. Uh, I Uno reverse card. Fuck. Again, and this is, I don't know why, in my notes, was how hard is it actually to build a battle bot? You, like, you're right. Like, you gotta. I mean, it's gotta be just like at this point, basic it's servos so and radio controls. Yeah. Like, I remember. I was I, in robotics club in high school. Like, so I used to have a game called Robot Arena 2. Oh, the first one I don't think ever existed, so it's just two. <laughs> like BattleBit remastered. Yeah, <laughs> where's and, the first um, one? Yeah. So you could build little battle bots, but well, they weren't little at the time because you need like fucking car batteries and stuff. <laughs> um, and like I always used to play that game because I would build mechs. It was fun. I build a bot. I would make it so completely and utterly overpowered. But it couldn't fucking move. So I would just stand still and spin around in circles and wait for the AI to come at me and then just die. Mm -hmm. um, but then I started like looking at like the new age stuff and I'm like, wait a minute. I've gotten older and smarter and I actually work with these components. I could build a battle bot. And then I was like thinking. I was like, I shouldn't build a battle bot. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Could you imagine? For the safety of the people around me, I shouldn't build a battle bot. <laughs> Real talk though, what I, I I wonder what it takes to make a battle bot. And could anyone just do it? Yep. Like, could we point, have the tabletop trio battle bot? Yes. yes. There, there are, like, kits you can buy that already set up, like, the Arduino board or the Raspberry Pi or whatever the controller is set as. Yeah. And it's this really, is, yeah. This, I've literally watched battle bot episodes where they are using this mm -hmm. as the controller. Yeah. I mean, they have to just so, pull the guts out of that for like motor control and, and it's all like radio connected, etc. So what you're saying is we're going to be fighting battle bots with the tabletop trio robots. The hardest components got to be like the programming aspect of it, because I don't think any of the three of us know how to do that. Oh, believe it or not, that is one of the components that is like off the shelf. Really? Mm -hmm. hmm. It's like dumb, dumb, dumb. You just buy a kit, and then you're like, there it is. There's the brain. Build the rest. Point thing to thing. This button does that. It's like mapping an Xbox game. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. It's it's the ones that I actually thought were a little bit uh, like crazier were um, sumo bots. Uh, sumo bots are hilarious. They're adorable. Um, they're like... Until they take over the world. They're like yay big, and they basically have like a flat like bulldoze front uh, and little arms that are like this. And they are pre-programmed, so they just run in an algorithm to try to knock the other bot out of the circle. Um, they move like fucking 60 miles an hour. Damn. So they both hold it like above the ground, and then when the ref says start... They drop it, and the fucking thing just goes until the one robot is out, and then they press the button, and it stops. And that's that's it. It's mm. all pre-programmed, fucking smack each other until one gets pushed 
off the circle. And that Future's I thought was weird place. Yeah, that I thought was wild. Because hmm. like you have to design a little robot that can move that fast and then also program what like moves it's gonna make. But you have to program like hundreds of moves because it moves so fast. And then it is also Damn. learning about the other opponent. So if the opponent puts it down too slow or too fast, sometimes it doesn't catch and they just launch in a straight line right at the circle. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought about making one of those because I found out you can make them for like, it was like 200 bucks. You just buy a kit. You just build a sumo bot. Uh, and then I was like, okay, so I could build one. Then who the fuck else is going to have a sumo bot? So I have to build another one. So now I have two sumo <laughs> bots. <laughs> It's not fun if I just battle myself. So then I need to make a sumo bot club. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of effort when I can't even practice the hobbies I already have. Right. So then I was like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we don't, maybe we don't do that. But battle bots, I can like chase squirrels and shit. Like get off my yard. There's a, there's a groundhog at front that won't leave. I just chase them, pick them up, like eat them. I don't know. Go chase him with a drone. Well, no, the drones. <laughs> groundhogs are very spicy. Oh, yeah. Put a I, gun on it. I would not. <laughs> First one's a warning. <laughs> Second one's for real. All right, I need a gopher-sized hole and two or three pieces of siding. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine. This is the be fine. God, that reminds turn me of when, like, like think of Caddyshack or something. <laughs> that reminds me of when Mark Rober was. He did another video on um, like rocket airdrops instead of drone airdrops, hmm. and he started putting all this stuff together. And he ended up getting help from like the project manager from NASA Curiosity rover. Oh, I remember that. And then, like, he started building this system and making a tutorial on it. And he got contacted by Homeland Security, and they were like, <laughs> "You're too close to building." Precision guided munitions, you need to stop and choose another method. And he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. It's almost like he worked for NASA so he was or something. Like, I think he said, I want to send an egg to space and have it not crack when it gets yep. down. And he was the first attempt or things he wanted to do was to target a mattress mm -hmm. when it was on the descent. And Homeland Security was like, uh, 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 that's a missile. Stop. <laughs> You're turning your egg into a missile. Yeah. Yeah, that is just the most extra way to egg someone's house. Like, <laughs> precision guided egging. Oh. PGV, precision guided vandalism. <laughs> I'm here for it. Same. <laughs> Mischief night got up to a whole new level. <laughs> Someone flies a drone is like, oh, I made a little contraption to drop an egg out of a drone. He <laughs> he. 20 hours later, some dude FBI in Ukraine flying it around with a hand grenade in the basket. <laughs> I think they are already doing they that. They are. They are. Yeah. Yep. I think it was literally a basket too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like picture a picnic basket under this because they were using residential drones, mm -hmm. which is what this was. They had... Literally a basket tied to this and this, uh, and then they took out. They put like something here to like we'll just be careful. Don't describe it too, in too much detail. Yeah, it was just like a little hook or something, and they would just fly and then just pull the thing, and it would drop the basket and pull the pin with it, so the pin would stay here, and now the grenades fall. They literally sent that Russian soldier to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. It was. It was. I was like, they're doing what now with Oof. drones? <laughs> So I don't apparently even know. delivering eggs, just eggs, just 
Green eggs. delicious eggs for my family. Green extra 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 large eggs. <laughs> spicy eggs. Spicy, 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 spicy eggs. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of shell in my omelet. <laughs> Heavy shells. Mm, this one's extra cooked. Heavy shelling. Mm, got him. <laughs> so, oh, out of all that, I'm the only one that gets a brunch. <laughs> that was it. If I had controlled that button, Bob. <laughs> It'd be a whole different show. What, like a fucking drum roll? Well, I just let it play like... <laughs> that's a pad. That's a different It's a different thing. That is a pad. No, you I could didn't. put a bass drum in there. Oh, you totally could. You could. Like, you could totally do some kind of like... Yeah. There's extra sheets, Bob. I We have... How many more pages do we have? It's like five pages, and I think we used two and a half or three. Yeah, we have two and a half, and there's a whole blank fourth one. Look at that. Sounds like I'm putting the drum kit in. So we can cover our outro with live drums. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, instead of us all sitting here like... (laughs) (laughs) And anyone else who's in the house like during the show and doesn't have headphones on, they just hear us like... (laughs) <laughs> Smack like, what pads. are you doing? Uh, did you hear about the D and D one that's no longer D and D one? No, it's just five E again. They released new text content. Uh, they have buffed everything. They basically took like a bunch of people and they were like, "What changes do you want to see in D and D? What would be great?" And then they took all of those suggestions and made a lot of it like better all of like the monk got uh, more hit die and all this other stuff and then in a cruel joke and at this point there has to just someone has to be in on it rangers are just exactly the same they made them just as bad if not worse that's because they they did a lot bringing ranger up to speed and did not keep them balanced to the rest of the classes because they wanted people to play ranger yeah because like the original beastmaster ranger was garbage like poopy garbage Mm -hmm. and then they decided to release a couple new iterations basically of beastmaster ranger like what what graham is playing Mm -hmm. is basically dragon beastmaster ranger yeah right what is that called dragon rider or something like that i think it's Uh, like dragon rider yeah Yeah. but that's just better beastmaster Mm -hmm. so i feel like they already spent a lot of time fixing what they needed to fix with ranger so they ended up nerfing it again still kind of sucks so they made uh they made they gave him more hit die for the monk. Um, clerics could now pick what spell things they want to cast. Bards just get to pick everything. You pick a spell class uh, up front, and then that's what you use. That's that's interesting. What it is a whole thing. They now. did not need to buff clerics. Clerics are the, I think yeah. clerics are the strongest thing in the game. And yet, uh, and then the rangers they were just like, yeah, you still need to concentrate on all that shit that you need to use. All the time. Well, they made Hunter's Mark a feature for some of the Rangers. Mm-hmm. But you still need to concentrate on it. Do you? Yeah. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> Everyone's like, why? Why? <laughs> that's literally me. Like, when, when I... <laughs> right now, I'm playing a druid. I need to, like, remember, okay. You were briefly playing a seagull. <laughs> I was. I was a seagull for, like, Ten an minutes. hour. <laughs> oh, it was longer than that. In real life, anyway. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it, it's just it's one of those things where it's so tough to be like, oh, I'm concentrating on this. I want to do th- shit. That's a concentration spell. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a constant. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. Now imagine your whole thing is like Hunter's Mark and stuff like that. Oh, and, I remember. But then to do all of your spells, you have to be not concentrating on that. That was my last my last character, Trebor. Yeah. I, I it's got to be like a cruel joke. It's this was someone at Wizards. I still I'm, can't believe I missed you just that made idiot your, redneck. Your character's name Robert backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was more impressed that it actually made a word. I mean, Trebor. A lot of people's names backward make a word. Be like me fucking naming a D&D character Nosnorb. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, sounds like, like a gob- fun orc. Goblin wizard. Yeah, I was going to say either saying. goblin wizard or like orc barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> Nosnorb fairy. I, I was thinking wolf. Orc. orc wizard. Yo. <laughs> Shit, that's going to be another character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to come up with some new concepts because <clears throat> Derek's game is going to close sometime, maybe in the next couple of months. Mm. We're like ramping up towards the end. And I joined it late. So I joined with a character I haven't really gotten to role play. Mm. I got to start thinking of new character ideas. I I was simultaneously running four and a half, five characters, and now I'm out. But I did have one funny idea. I think I'm going to make like, and hear me out, wait till the end. I think I'm going to make like an overtly evil character, right? Oh, okay. But he's under the like power control of a lawful good aligned deity and has to obey lawful good, even though he wants to do chaotic evil because of some deal. I, I like, I might make it like a, like a sick son or something like that, or like one of those cliche things, mm. but have him be like, seem like he's going to be cruel at every given moment, but then literally like not allowed to be <laughs> like, he's got to have an internal fight before he's allowed to do whatever he's going to do. See, I'm just going to stab that guy. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm going to burn down the orphanage. <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't. <laughs> you stab, stab that guy. I kill your kid. Mm. <laughs> I had an idea because I still have yet to play a rogue. I wanted to play a rogue. I was talking with Elena. I was like, what if I play a rogue? And you're my parole officer. <laughs> and that is our thing. Amazing. I did something and got caught. You're my cleric parole officer who has to make sure I don't do anything oh, worse. That'd be sick if it was like an order cleric and a thief rogue. <laughs> oh, man. That would be amazing. So yeah. that's what I was thinking. As, Whenever uh, you do something bad, she banes you instead of blessing you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that could be so much fun. Because like, I play... Uh, the asshole. A chaotic Ooh. nuisance. Yeah. Yes. In, in most games. In most games. And yep. it's not even chaotic stupid. It's no, no, just no. chaotic. Yeah. Yep. No, I know what I'm doing. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought that would be a fun concept for uh, for a thing. Yeah. Next character I want to do, I want to do a wild magic barbarian because I had a barbarian for like a month and then he died. Yeah. Because... Oh my god, what the fuck is that cleric spell that killed him? Spirit Guardians? Spirit Guardians. Oh yeah, you walk right into that low, one. Yeah. Low, low level barbarian versus spirit guardians. Didn't end well. Homeboy got well. eviscerated by tiny flying dragons. He did. Uh, but <laughs> now, the next character I want to do, wild magic barbarian um, uh, robot. Warforged. Whether, whether it's Warforged or something you know similar to that. 
um, low, like negative intelligence because he's a robot. Hmm. His car- his name is Durable Undercarriage Maintenance Bot, which is an acronym for dumb. Mm. And he works for a, a mechanic who works on carriages. And his mechanic owner uh, got in a little bit of a gambling problem and uh, lost all of his money. And the local bad guys, whether Thieves Guild or whatever, uh, said, all right, pay off our debts. Give me your robot. He's too much of a wimp to tell me that I've been sold off. I think I'm being kidnapped because I'm very dumb. Mm. I kill my kidnappers to come back to find out that my owner has been kidnapped. Uh. As a, uh, as a well, you stole from me, so I'm stealing you. And his goal is to find his owner. I think it would just be fun because wild magic, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> and his weapon is going to be like a, uh, probably like a great club. But uh, but wrench. Fl- or flavored to be a giant wrench. Yeah, nice. They actually um, where the fuck did I just watch it? Like one of those like giant mm-hmm. like torque wrench oh, kind of. Mm-hmm. I was I was watching Grand Tour and they were in like the bumblefuck in like Poland or something, in a uh, a mine town and they had a wrench this fucking big for this. It was fucking huge. I have seen a turbine technician. Pull a five foot metal wrench out of the back of his truck. Because if you have to manually crank the alternator, that crankshaft weighs like a thousand pounds. Yeah. So he put like this big ass wrench on the end of the alternator that stretched to the corner of the cabinet and he had to like hang on it to get it to turn. I love comically large tools. My brother has a three and a half to four foot uh, tall snap-on Phillips head screwdriver. What does it fit? Nothing. Maybe airplane. I don't know. It's like, I'm probably about that. Do you have to use one of those things that you use with a pool cue to like hold it up and slide No, no, it no. It's full size. It's about that. The handle's oh, about that big. Like, it looks like someone took a picture. <laughs> like, it looks like someone, like, you know, you know those games that they're making now that are all about, like, forced perspective? Mm-hmm. It looks like someone took a screwdriver from, like, here and then moved back, and then it was still just that size screwdriver. <laughs> it's, like, fucking easily about this big. Uh, and the handle is about that wide. Amazing. You need at least two people to try to turn it. And the Phillips bit is about that big. Uh, I just thought you meant the shaft was no. three feet long. No. <laughs> <laughs> Comically large screwdriver. Amazing. I think Snap-on probably has it in the vans as like a, like, uh, Snap-on. Did your brother steal it? No. Talk to the guy. Bought it. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how much it costs. I think my brother was buying a bunch of other shit, so the guy threw it in. My brother's like, I want that. He's like, well, we don't sell that. And I'm like, well, I'm buying all this other stuff, so give me that. The guy's like, no, we can't do that. And he's like, listen, I'll buy all that if you give me that. And if you don't give me that, I'm not going to buy all that. He's like, yeah, I'll get another one. <laughs> Amazing. I love comically large tools. They are just my favorite. We, I mean, I feel like we have the running joke of comically large. I showed up to D&D once with my character sheet printed on a poster. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, can you hand me the, that yellow box? Yeah. I found them. Uh-oh. I found them, and I laughed 
You'll never be able to see this on camera. You just got to bear with me here. In my hand. <laughs> so tiny. In my hand is a D6. <laughs> I think here, it is. Let's use the cat cam. I think it's two millimeter. Can, can you even focus? I forgot you 3D printed a D10. I did. I used to. Uh, yeah. Kevin. There we go. Is it focusing? It's, I can't. It's close enough. Really tell? I'm looking at the screen. It's close enough. That tiny little guy is probably, I think it was a two or five millimeter D6. I have yet to be able to use them. I bought them, I don't even know how many years ago at this point. So I haven't been able to find them again. Um, the running joke was I bought a hundred of them. So there are a hundred in here. No, oh my God. there and are ninety nine. That is true because you dropped one at Tom's house, threw your hands up in the air, and said "gone forever." It didn't even look for it. <laughs> yeah. So I was at uh, no, I was at Max's house when I first got it. It came in like a like a, a magic sleeve, like a credit card sleeve, with just a hundred dice. And I was trying to fiddle with the, the fucking thing, and so I finally got it unhooked. And there was a pause and silence, and then you just hear. Ting, 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 because it was on a tile floor. I was like, I have 100. Mm. Ting, 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 ting. 99 <laughs> of these little dice. <laughs> didn't try to look for it. Didn't attempt to look for it. 99. <laughs> so I found this really old box of all of the shit uh, that I was using. Like I have my foam die in here. Um for like D&D stuff back in the day and for like magic stuff. This was one of my early 3D printer um, things for magic. I needed flying tokens, so I put wings on a token. Some five. Um, I have the death die. I don't know. I got a bunch of shit in here, but mostly I have those tiny, tiny die that I would just love to use on like a... Uh, Halfling? Yeah, like a halfling or like a goblin or whatever. Just the tiny little guys, gnomes. And um, play a gnome wizard, cast reduce on yourself, carry yourself around with mage hand, only roll those dice. I just want to use those for disintegrate. That would be amazing. 40 of those for a disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Give me five minutes. I need magnifying glasses and to read the rest of these. <laughs> Quick, get your phone camera out. Yeah. Someone zoom in. I can't read it. <laughs> uh, you know, that's like a very underrated tool. I'll be like on a job site and not be able to read something and I'll... People will be like, oh, I got to go get like a magnifying glass. And I'll be like, nope. And I just hit them with the 10 times zoom, maybe going to the 100 times zoom because our phone cameras are ridiculous now and be mm -hmm. able to read it perfectly. And people are like, are you fucking kidding me? I use my phone in the dumbest places now. So like I work in IT. I got to deal with behind the cubes. Behind the cubes suck, but I need the numbers that are back there. I'll take my camera and just, shove my arm under there and just use the the volume button to take pictures in hopes that one of the 10 that I'm going to take is not blurry. And then I'll pull my phone back out. I have what is close enough to the number and then I don't have to move the entire desk. It's like, we've gone so far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Technology is awesome. It is. Which uh, in the chat, 4M Watch asks, have you guys tried the laser pointer on him yet? No, we didn't... Uh... We didn't His baby laser. was on, on camera there before, and yeah, he got was, a great shot of him grooming. We should do that. We should. Uh, we'll, we'll get the laser for uh, next time, because I have no idea where it is at the moment. Uh, he <laughs> is uh, hilarious with the laser pointer, 
because he runs about three times and then is like, I'm tired. And then, and then just, goes and eats. And then just lays down. No, no he doesn't even want to eat. He's just like, I'm just tired. I got to sleep. We have to be careful with laser pointers in my house because Gypsy doesn't really play with them too much. But Luna goes absolutely batshit for a laser pointer. Like you've never seen her before. Mm. She just, it's like cocaine for her. As soon as, I had to keep rotating out the laser pointers because she started memorizing the clicks. If I would hide the laser pointer and push the button and she would know the click frequency and come sprinting upstairs. <laughs> we can't because my dog figured out where the laser comes from. Oh, uh, and wants to look at it. And comes to me. <laughs> like my dog would be like, oh my God, this laser, this is great. You. Dad. <laughs> You're the one. And she'll come fucking bolting at me. And I'm like... Oh no! And like sixty-five Ow. pounds of like boxer pit mix launching at me. I'm just like a fool. I have oh, boy. Dusty chases the laser. Baby chases the laser. Violet looks at it, thinks about it. We'll move maybe a paw, paw and a half. Oh, friendship! Oh, we just got a good headbutt on cam, and his feet are in the air. <laughs> It's like she tipped a cow. They gonna fight. No, now he's like, leave, Bale. <laughs> oh, oh, big, big stretch. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I love how cats can derail an entire conversation. Yeah. I like how they look facing oppose each other. Like he's like, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Baby doesn't sound like that. No. Baby sounds like Simon. Probably. Oh, 100%. Simon the snake. <laughs> I didn't want to give a snake I put in my D&D game like the typical like accent. I made him sound like this. <laughs> that was what kind of the original uh, Zane voice was. Really? Where it was I'm a lot, so glad you didn't it was do that. Well, it wasn't going to be like like all of this kind of stuff. Yeah, but it was like it was a lot of like he would hang on to the s's a little bit too long. Mm. But then I'm just like, no, he has no emotion, so he's just going to be talking like this. I would love. <laughs> I don't really get it, but okay. I would love if you did like the th- for the snake voice for like one episode or like one session until you got hit with like a fire spell or something, and then it burned you to the point where like you can't do this anymore. <laughs> Because you've now been, like, deformed. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what happened, but now I talk with, like, a normal voice. <laughs> uh, like in Little Nicky when he gets punched regular for a second and yeah. then punched back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't seen Little Nicky in so long. <laughs> yeah, that was a deep cut. I wonder if that, uh, I wonder if that aged well. Release the good. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess, speaking of... If that age good, I have one more big topic that I feel like you would be in on. Uh oh, and you probably not since oh you boy. <laughs> you haven't PC gamed a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I've been attempting to revisit uh, early access games that I have like bought years ago and just forgot they existed. Okay, um, to see like. You know, you buy the early access. What's the deal? Yeah, you buy the early access, and you're like, yeah, I want the... Like, this sounded great. Let's see where it goes. Um, And a couple of them have been good, and most of them have been terrible. Yep. So, it's um, still a crapshoot, but it seems like 70-30. When you buy an early access, you're buying what it is you're 
buying and don't expect anything more. In all likelihood, poopy garbage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I went and uh, I booted up Valheim for the first time in a while. Oh, Lord. Threw up a server real quick. Connected. Um, they've made a lot of changes. Yeah. They've, they've added new biomes. They've added new items. There's NPCs. At least there's an NPC. Um, with more adding like in the future. So it, it's nice that they're, they're still doing stuff. So that was, that was fun. Um, so I left the server running. I was like, ah, oh, no one will probably connect, but it's there. Um, I tried scum for the first time in a while. If you've ever had an inkling to play a super realistic kind of sim, kind of not game where it's like kinder survival, but kind of matrix esque, it's very weird. Um, but when I bought it, it was supposed to be multiplayer PVE. So, or PVPVE. So you could build like factions in the game and then like you hunt for the other factions and for like the zombie puppets or whatever they're called. Um, and that's like the concept. So I was like, that's a really cool concept. I'm going to get it. And then it was terrible because there's absolutely (laughs) nothing in the game. Um, so like I got excited and then uh, one of my friends popped up yesterday. He's like, oh, I've been playing this game. I'm like, wait a minute. That sounds familiar. So I look. I, I <laughs> own it, that? Type it in my library. I'm like, that's why it's familiar. I own it. <laughs> so, so he was telling me about like all these new updates and this and that. So I was like, all right, I'll reinstall it. I'll see what's going on. And it was like, yeah, all right. There's stuff in the game now and it's fun. I'm glad that they are keeping up with what they said they want to do. So that's uh, not something you see very often either. No, like I said, most of the time I, I look at an early access game and like you go look at like the patch notes and it's like 2020 or 2021 and that was it. That's that's it. It's dead and that's that. I refuse to pre-order any game and I refuse to do like any Kickstarters unless I know the person will make good on them. The yeah. two Kickstarters that I've done, sorry, three Kickstarters that I've done recently have all been Kickstarters from like not even big companies, but um, Brandon Sanderson did that book Kickstarter mm. for all the extended lore books in his series. Mm. Um, I got that for Ali. I figured he's a famous mm. writer. He's going to make good on it. And he has so far. He shipped um, three out of the four books so mm. far. Nice. And then um, there's a guy that comes out with a Kickstarter every now and then, uh, then named Sam. I think Zhao is how you pronounce his last name, but uh, he's Kaka Popo TCG. <laughs> and I've, I think I've done five of his Kickstarters. He had the Endless Dice and the Dice Palace and the one I just got Graham to back mm. while we were at the last D&D session mm-hmm. is the dice where each side is a different spinner. Yeah. Like a, the big metal D6, um, which by the way, Ribonator just did a video on because he got early access versions of them mm. and apparently they are fucking dope. Yeah. They're also huge. They're like three to four inches across ah. on each face. Oh, that yeah. makes way more sense. I was like, this is so small. No. Oh, you going to see it. No, it's I mean, a big boy. It's a big boy. <laughs> that makes more sense. Uh, and then the last <laughs> one was, um, uh, what was it called? It was the levitating dice that the shop of many things did. Mm. And I've, I've done a Kickstarter with them before. I know they're, they're, they're a regular, very highly rated shop. So I figured I was safe. But like some of these people that do Kickstarters, that don't see their shit for like three to five years or ever. Like I've seen small makers in the dice community mm-hmm. try to do Kickstarters and get totally overwhelmed and nothing oh, ever yeah. comes out and they just take people's money and run because like they tell you when you pledge Kickstarter is not a store. So yeah. I've done, I think somewhere in the eighties for Kickstarters. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of them. I think I, Dang. 
I am missing four things. Pixels. We're still waiting on the Pixels dice. Yes. That backed before the pandemic. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So I've missed four things. Two of them were tech-related. One of them was dice. And one is still pending. So I hopefully that one comes. Um, like my, I, my heavies headphones. Those are still pending. Um, I am optimistic that they are coming in the next month or two. I am still very excited about those. Um, I've only ever kickstarted two things, and it was both Pebble. Uh, Pebble? Oh, the original Pebble? The, the original Pebble, and then the Pebble Color. Yeah. So the, I, back, way back, I, that was one of the things that didn't come. I kickstarted uh, a watch a called, two, I think it was, I think it was called Vachin or something. <laughs> and it was supposed to be a smartwatch before like any of this existed. Um, he got like $68,000 or something. Jabail. I have, I've backed 12 projects. I've backed, um, massive gelatinous cube dice, the original dispel dice, endless dice, the revenge pirate dice, which I'm <laughs> pissed because those sucked. Um, pixels, which we haven't gotten dungeon alchemist, which I early backed once never looked at again. It has released and I've never used it. Uh, <laughs> dice frame, which is from also from Kakapopo TCG, uh, color shift dice trays from easy roller dice company. Those shipped, uh, the surprise four secret novels by Brandon Sanderson, uh, the puzzles and props, which I, I did that also too. did not print anything from. The Ascend dice is the, the levitating dice. And then the only one that uh, hasn't been fully funded yet is the Lord of the Dice, also from Kakapopo TCG. Mm. But yeah, I, looking through, it's some of these are, uh, some of them really hit and some of them really disappoint. The Dispel dice, really didn't like those that much. Mm. Um, they made sharp edge dice so sharp that they don't roll very well because they hit the tray and spike into it and kind of stop. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I really don't like them. That, and, that's not ideal. Uh, one of my friends had some money problems, so I bought their order, and they were an early backer, and apparently the early backing got the fucked up sets because mm. the one faces shrank. They All the edges went concave. Mm. So it looks like a, like a three-sided throwing star on the one face, which sucks because... When the one face is down, the 20 faces up, yeah. which means you're just less likely to roll a 20. That is what that is. So, yeah, I, I can count on one hand the number of times I've rolled any of those dice for any of my characters. And I <laughs> deeply, deeply regret um, buying any of them. And mm. now they're working with Wormwood, who I also hate. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I just checked. 74. I've, I've done my fair share of kicks. I mean, you got it back six more. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm uh, I'm optimistic on Kickstarter a lot of the time, but I also will only kickstart things that like have been at least somewhat successful prior. Yeah. Um, but I think my the thing that I'm waiting the most on and is excited for are the heavies. I, I really what hope are the heavies? Comes. Heavies are headphones meant for metal heads. Mm. So each driver don't fall off when you headbang. No. Yeah, they're fucking huge. Um, each headphone has so four drivers. It has two tweeters and two subwoofers. Jeez. One subwoofer is just for bass levels, like for bass pedals. Speed and then the other subwoofer is for like the rest of low frequencies. Wow. So you're supposed to be able to really fucking hear. And then um, one of the technologies that they put in there is a microphone or something in the headphone that will measure 
how much pressure is in your ear so that you can crank the volume as high as physically possible without harming your eardrum. Interesting. All with the pressure. So they have like guys from like uh, Audio Technica on board and guys who used to work for Sennheiser. So like there were a lot of like reputable people um, that were like in the Kickstarter. So nice. I'm really, really, really hopeful uh, that, that it is real and I get them because, God, it sounds good. Fingies crossed. Eight, eight fucking speakers on your head. <laughs> I just, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Kickstarters are fun, but also, you know, beware. It's Kickstarter. I just downloaded the Kickstarter app. Done. Be careful. Done. Done. Be careful. Yeah. Hopefully my girlfriend's not watching me. Just check <laughs> to make sure message. that the things that you're packing have been run by people who've done successful projects before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I got the laser engraver coming. That's from a major company, though, September? right? Elegoo. Yeah, yeah. A huge uh, 3D printer coming. There's no risk in that. No. Well, I mean, it's the first time doing a laser thing. That's... But... Any, anybody can make a laser thing nowadays. It's just like exposure times, la- like power strength, and then a regular CNC machine. Yeah. So I got all the the, the fixings, got the everything for it. So I'm so excited for that to come. And I can start laser engraving shit. You're going to see laser engravers just on the wall. <laughs> like, just why? Huh? <laughs> laser engraving everything. Because I took the chassis apart and mounted it to the wall for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the Kickstarters is a handheld laser engraver. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, no. So it's got the shroud on it, and you're supposed to just fucking smack it on whatever you're doing and then push the button like a, a gun, and it'll engrave whatever you're holding it to. Dope. And I was like, that seems dangerous. <laughs> and also... Free tattoo. Yeah. And also... Good luck centering it because you fucking eh. nope off to the left. Well, it's too late. It's here forever. Is it one of those things where it's got the clear tube on the front that you put it up against something so it can't move? Uh, it's got the orange like kind of see through tube. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so so no bad reflections come out and hurt your eyeballs. Correct. Well, you don't need safety glasses if you put the safety glasses on the laser apparatus. Except in some of the promotional videos, they're holding it like up here. And then they're just like, and I was like, it's, it, ha- it had to be for the video, right? Like you, like, like normally you just put it all the way on the thing so that you're not reflecting lasers near your eye holes. Right guys, <laughs> right? Someone, anybody Anyone? from your team who should put a disclaimer under there. That's like, don't do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> Dramatization. What do you think? We hit all the things we wanted to chat about today. Um, I mean, there's still some there, but we can save them for next week. That works. I, I have a quick update. Yes. My garden is a jungle and I'm worried. I've planted too many tomatoes. Oh, Uh-oh. no. <laughs> well, and with all the rain we just well, got you last could, week. You know, you can very easily deal with that. You just go out there and be like, tomatoes. Um, nom, 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 nom. So I bought eight tomato plants. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how many plant, uh, how many tomatoes like each plant gets. Mm-hmm. Googled it after I planted them. Uh, 30 to 40 pounds per plant. Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh, so when you make a homemade Joe Annunziata Mananata sauce, uh, it's just gonna be a lot. So you're we're catering gonna the storm, next D and D session. We're gonna storm pasta, the right? winter. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're we're be fine. Elena took a picture while I was at work, and she's like, "So the tomatoes?" And I was like, "What about the tomatoes?" And she sends me a picture. The tomato plants are up to here. I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> they're about five feet tall." Those suckers grew pretty fast. The corn looked like fucking babies next to the tomatoes. I was like, "This is not how this is supposed to happen." Corn? I'm growing corn. I wanted to go back to the roots. So when are you buying a farm? <laughs> I got you keep adding plants to your backyard. Eventually you can run out of room. It's actually the side of my house. I didn't know what else to do on the side. So I, put, so I, I grew corn. So I grew, I grew corn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want it to be tall enough that I don't have to see my disgusting neighbors. So, so I don't know. I grew corn. Uh, tomatoes. Stardew Valley IRL. I got, well, that was the whole thing. I was talking to Elena and I was like, but we have the, the garden and that works great. But, like, you can only plant smaller stuff in there, like lettuce and stuff. I see you growing some peas up there. Yeah, that fucking thing goes nuts. It starts all the way at the bottom. The fucking vine's, like, 12 feet long. Oh, shit. And you could actually see it move live. Really? So, like, yeah, like, we'll be, like, over here talking or, like, eating dinner or whatever. And then all of a sudden you'll see one of, like, the little wispy things just slowly start, like, falling in a random direction. You could actually watch it. That's one of the only plants I've ever seen where, like, you could... Just pay attention to it, and it will move. Interesting. Yeah, that is fucking, so cool. It's wild. Is it the long? Yeah, it's the long wispy thing down? that's slowly making its way towards the white flowers on the wall. <laughs> it's gonna be a pain in the ass to untangle that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have delicious peas. <laughs> so yeah, I was talking to Elena. I was like, "Well, we already have like the the small stuff. We have room on the side of the house. Let's just corn. Let's just build." Like tomatoes and corn, and cauli- we have cauliflower, and we have so. I, well, I, I build a raised garden bed because ah. uh, I have French drains running under the floor, like under the ground. So I didn't want to like grow things into the drain. <laughs> so I put a, a raised garden bed there, and um, everything took off. The cauliflower is huge. We have the peppers Damn. I was telling you about. The poblano, they're like that big. They're Sheesh. they're like waxy green. So I'm hoping in the next. They're supposed to be four to six inches, and it's, they're said. about five inches so far. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to be spicy, but they're going to be a thing. Sick. I would. So when is the chicken coop getting installed? <laughs> <laughs> I think our neighbors behind us have chickens. So huh. it used to be our neighbors next door, and she got rid of her chickens. We would always hear chickens, but we had no idea where the fuck it came from. You would just hear like the in the morning or whatever. Like, who the fuck has chickens? Whatever. A couple years go by. Then all of a sudden we're outside and we hear it again. We're like, that's in a different direction. <laughs> Who the fuck has chickens? <laughs> I think it's our neighbor behind us. I guess they were like, you know what? Eggs are really fucking expensive. We bought a chicken. So <laughs> I used to have that exact same scenario, but with a goat. Mm. Like when, when I, I think I was in like high school, maybe college. Did it bully you? We'd be in the back. It did not. Wow. Uh, was it goats are a little too big. Um, a fence and a creek. Ah. So we'd be out in the backyard and we'd just hear, and we're like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, where is this thing coming from? And, you know, we, we'd still hear every now and then. That, and then my neighbor behind us and to the right has a huge lot area. Uh, and they'd always have parties and they'd have you know, music blaring until like two in the morning. Mm. Um, 
And then after the parties, party goat, we wouldn't hear it anymore. Mm. So we think they would get the goat, fatten up the goat, oh, and then cook the goat for the party. Mm. And then a few weeks later, we'd hear, and we're like, oh, great. Another party coming. Or a few weeks later, big old party the next day, silence. Or they gave the goat a hangover. That is true. Goat's just strung out. <laughs> Yo, dog, it you're goes, the goat. Goat goes outside and is like, Meh. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Did you ever ask them about it? No, because um, they were on the other side of our creek. That's never stopped me. Um, and yeah. getting to where they are, we'd have to... Like, go down our street, make a right, go, like, around the block, go through another neighborhood, cut through another area. Why like not just go through the creek? Um, there's a 10-foot fence and a 10-foot drop, at least. Yeah, We had, like, the same thing in my backyard. We used to live in that fucking creek. I mean, until our when we were little, my parents were like, no, there's alligators down there. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's how they stopped us from... From wandering too far. Yeah, there's no way for us to get to the creek from where we are. Unless we go like a mile down in one direction. Yeah, you just jump the fence. <laughs> yeah, 10 feet up, 10 feet so down the fence. wire cutters are for, And Bob? then another 10 feet you, down. You, into make, the- <laughs> you make a new door. I mean. Who's going to come and bother you? The goat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here because there's a hole. They jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah my girlfriend wants chickens when we get a house eventually mm. um so i will You'll come save prepared i will uh and I i'll also do that once i'll also come prepared for uh chickened out my, my stories of <laughs> um of stories of how i get bullied by chickens next oh god yeah that's all you need Got bullied by a bird a few weeks ago. I think I told you guys that. Why does this keep happening to you? It's like really amazing. And like the bird literally shit on my glasses. Like oh my God. bullseye. Move and shot. Bullseye. You scared Violet. On my left <laughs> eye, like my left uh, glasses lens. Oh boy. I I'm sitting out in the backyard reading my book. Just finished up dinner. I'm just hanging out. And next fucking thing you know, birds just, above you like dive, dive, dive. What he didn't notice was that bird was fucking waiting. <laughs> if you just looked up at any point, that bird's been there for an hour. Because well, it was one of those moments <laughs> where like I thought like a bug flew into my eye or something like that. <laughs> Because, like, I felt it. Oh, like, God. I felt it hit. Stop. I, like, stop. You're going to make me throw up. I immediately <laughs> just took my glasses off. Could have been part of a bug. And then I, like, I'm like, oh, what's on my cheek? And it recently had berries. So there's that. Ew. So it wasn't, like, the regular white bird nope. poop. Oh, you got the blueberry? It was It was purple. Yeah, that's the blueberries. And it literally. Ask me how I know. Maybe somebody just threw a blueberry at you. No, no it literally it's... landed on the inside. Like, it went this way mm. and nailed the inside of my glasses. Gross. I I think Mark Rober was just testing things and you happen to be the bad. <laughs> <laughs> Orbital blueberry launching. <laughs> we have uh, a couple of blueberry bushes out back and they're up against the fence. And my dad's like, be careful with that blueberry bush. And I was like, why? He goes, just keep your power washer nearby. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you got a white fence. 
birds eat those blueberries. You're not going to have a white fence for long. And once it's on there, it's on there. So keep the pressure washer out. <laughs> now I know what he's talking about. Nice. <laughs> so, and you do too. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you were uh, way up close, uh, more personal than I was. That's I got a, I got a real bird's eye view of that one. <laughs> All right, you know what? It was the, the fucking p- button for yourself for once. It wasn't the bird's eye. It was the bird's ass bomb. Thank you. <laughs> you had a bird's ass view. Oh, God. But anyway, on what that a note. view. <laughs> um, anyway, on that note, thanks you all for, uh, for hanging out with the buttons. Ah, yes. What a great segue. Oh, man. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, but yeah, make sure you can uh, check us out uh, wherever you find podcasts. Uh Apple, Spotify, you know, all of those. Uh, check us out on all the social medias. Our website as well, tabletop, tabletoptrio.com. Words are hard. Um, Only a little bit of rest. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> been too long. Uh, but for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. I'm Bronson. It's been Tabletop Trio. Have a great night.